We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Orange and blue sunset in my high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. A moral victory winner's lounge. It feels like an almost winner's lounge to me. I I mean, look at this. Laughs to start off the show. That's that's pretty good. That's how down horrendous I am. Uh, Give me close enough. I'm I'm a happy Uh, man. That's what happens when you're talking about a 3 and 10 team. Yes. Uh, We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, where close does count. Because the Denver Broncos covered the nine-point uh, spread today. Yep. There you go. Uh, so if you bet on that, you're feeling good. If you, you bet on the are. under, like I'm sure most of America, <laughs> wow. not as good. Not you just, as good. That, that one's more of a long-term vision. You know, you're still up a lot if you did that all year. True. Yep. yep. I did also take Russ passing attempts and passing completions, which both hit. Uh, so we'll take that. I believe his uh, over-under touchdowns was probably sent at .5. Yep. So you easily got that one. <laughs> Jerry Judy hit the over for sure. Mm-hmm. There was uh, This was fun. Yeah. And how often have we said that about a Broncos game this year? It was fun. So shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook for making it even more fun. And guys, this was a wild game. Oh, like, yeah. As we're sitting here now with smiles on our faces, it's easy to forget how bad it felt like it was about to be. Yeah. Um, how bad it was. Yeah, right. But it, it felt like it, it could have been like one of the worst losses in Broncos history at yeah, one point. It could have been that Raiders game about a decade ago. Right, yeah. exactly. And uh, it's crazy to me to think that this team, of all teams, was almost able to dig themselves out of that hole because, to be honest, when, it, when, they, when the Chiefs scored to make it 13-0, I thought, yeah. 
That's it. That might be enough to do it. Yep. When they kicked that first field goal, I said, like, the lead might be Harrison Butker kicked the game-winning field goal <laughs> oh my God. five minutes into the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, it, it was about to be really, really bad. I even had a tweet typed out that was, um, I, I, had said, I said, this, we're uploading this to YouTube instead of a post-game show. And, and was it, was, it? it was just three minutes of Stephen A. Smith saying, I'm disgusted <laughs> wow. in, different, uh, in different ways. Uh, and then everything changed. Mm-hmm. Everything changed, and to me, it felt like they found something. They found uh, a fight within them. They kind of flipped a switch that was like, we are not going down like this today. And I really felt like Russell Wilson was at the center of that, was at the heart of that. Um, and it, we'll, uh, would, Should we go through it, or do you want to just jump into my main question? Let's get into the question. All right. Like I said, I felt like Russell Wilson was the epicenter of this comeback and was really, like, willing the team into this in certain ways. Obviously, the interceptions played a big role in giving him that life, but I felt like he was really leading this, and that play in which he got hurt on was kind of the perfect example of it, right? Like, he wanted so badly to get into the end zone on that play. He left his body out uh, in a vulnerable position, got knocked out quite literally uh, on the field and knocked out of the game. And so the question I have for you guys is, if that doesn't happen, if he gets tackled normally on that play and pops right back up like he normally does and goes mm -hmm. back out there, the Broncos pull this thing off? Hank, I'll let you go first. No. Yeah, I, that, I, that's I why wish. I was going to yeah. let Hank go first. Hopefully bring some – I was going to say no as well. Yeah. It, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. When yeah. push comes yeah. to shove, you give him the 30 seconds at the end and he goes and scores. It would have been nice to make him do it. That's for sure. And it would have been really nice for it not to have been Brett Rippon who was trying to lead those, those comeback drives. Like, you start one at the five, you start another at the 40 or wherever that was. Eh. Brett Rippon just doesn't quite have that juice in him, I think is fair to say at this point. Well, we Russell know that. Might. Russell might. Well, when, but when, to, Mahomes would have won. To, to play off that too, Henry, when, when uh, Brett threw that interception near the end of the game, yeah. uh, it, it wasn't his fault. It was because Chris Jones was attacking yeah. him. That, that wouldn't have mattered. If, and he escaped the pocket well, yep. and Chris Jones just came after him. That Something similar happens with Russell Wilson under center because mm -hmm. it wasn't like Brett wasn't able to get out of the pocket. Chris Jones just absolutely killed the Broncos despite yep. giving up 28 points that, that that the Chiefs did. He was still just a game wrecker. Uh, and like Hank said, it's it's Patrick Mahomes. And at the end of the game, the Broncos defense got that interception on the second to last possession. But then they just weren't able to get that stop when they needed yep. to. And we probably shouldn't talk about it too much, but the Chiefs did have the ball for the final four minutes and 21 seconds of the game. And the Broncos defense yep. wasn't able to get them off the field. Yeah. Again, though. The offense did have two tries at it. Like, it would have been nice to give them a third try, but giving them two tries to go and win that game, it's, it's a pretty solid performance until that very last drive when you wanted a, a third try and they were able to run four minutes off. I'll okay. say they do do it. Okay. I'll say they really? do do it, and especially because I think that interception that gave them the ball back uh, with the final four mm -hmm. minutes and 21 seconds left on the clock, I don't think that happens. Why? Uh, and I think Why, the, though? Brett, Brett did what Russell would have done, got out of the pocket, and then just was absolutely killed by Chris Jones from behind. Russ would have taken the sack, though, probably. I think Russ would have done everything know, would probably be different. There. But he, I mean, it was, it was his back turn to him. What's to stop him from taking one more step to the right and, and completing the pass? 
Potentially, but I mean that—that's—I don't think that was like something that Bru Russ has in his game that Brett did. And, and you can give him that pass. I mean, Russ is definitely better at scrambling than Brett Rippin. But again, like, but, but again, it wasn't because Brett wasn't able to scramble away from it. He did. Yeah, he might have just gotten to the spot a half second faster and gotten the ball out. A half Even second if he completes faster. that pass, they're not winning though. I think they are yeah, a lot more. Happy and yeah. this Mahomes fellow you guys are talking about, after the Chiefs scored to go up twenty, mm -hmm. interception. Interception, end of half, punt, punt, touchdown, punt, interception. And then yep. look at, tell me how many game-winning drives he has this year as well. well yep. When you do that. I, that that's has nothing that, to do with that Mahomes fella. That, that has, has nothing everything to do, to do okay. with it. No, it he's so, he's so, so clutch. Let's say they get to go back to right after that interception, um, the, the Josie gets, the second Josie interception. Would you rather have Russ leading the Broncos or Patrick Mahomes leading the Broncos the rest of the way? Mahomes, of, of course. Of course, Mahomes. There what does you that go. have to do? No, there and you so, go. like, even and if they get the touchdown, what's then to say you have they the don't take lead. four minutes and 20 seconds to score a touchdown and win? Still too much time. Oh, one second? <laughs> yeah, too much time. Yeah, see. Well, what do we know? 13 seconds is too much. Let us know in the comment section, uh, specifically if you're tuning in on YouTube, what you think. When someone has a God complex, what is it called when someone gives someone else a God complex? That's what you have with Patrick Mahomes. It, no, it's because he always does it, though. <laughs> uh, three picks today. He got outscored True. by the Broncos' offense. Russell Wilson and Brett Rippon, 28 points. Yep. Patrick Mahomes on offense, 27 points. Yep. And you have to give credit to the Broncos for taking advantage of those. Because what they have that first interception, they get the ball, um, let's see, at their own – no, at the KC 42. The next one, they get at their own 40. So pretty close to midfield. And you give credit to them for going and getting the touchdown for sure. It does feel like, to me at least, it was the Chiefs letting the Broncos back into the game a lot more than it was the Broncos actually going out and, and making plays, you it, know? Yeah, I mean, it's a combination of both because the Broncos all season have gotten those opportunities and absolutely squandered them, you know? Gone three plays for zero yards and kicked a field goal. Yep. Uh, and today, I thought that was a huge step in the right direction for them, that they were able to take these opportunities and capitalize on them. Mm -hmm. uh, and it felt like it might have been as simple as just looking where Jerry Judy is when you enter the red zone. Yeah. Uh, something that did not happen nearly yep. at all his first two years in the league. He had as many touchdowns today as he had his first two years in the league combined. Insane. Yeah. Uh, and I remember a stat that we read off last year about his targets that he was getting in the red zone, which was next to none. Um, so, look, who knows what would have happened if, if Russ stays in there. But I felt like it was a huge step in the right direction today. Definitely. Just for, like, the confidence of these guys, uh, whether that's Russell Wilson, who I hope he's all right and he's able to build yeah. on the confidence. That really he, scary moment. Yeah, really, really scary moment. Um, I did see when he came out of the blue tent, he told, he was telling the trainer, I'm fine, I'm fine, which well, pretty much. Not, he came not off even the field. that, yeah. When yeah. he was walking off the field, he stood in the huddle, and the trainers were like, no, you, uh, you got you to gotta get off. Also, so, I mean, after the game, Brett Rippon said, um, maybe earmuffs for kids out there, he said oh that guy was battling his ass off to get us yep. the win, uh, and that's someone that you want to fight for. That's someone that you want to be led by, and Russ did put it all out there today. I mean, diving for that, and did you see the picture floating around about his what the bruise yeah. on his head, the bump that was on his head? Yeah. That just shows how much he put it on the line today. He really did, and I wonder, it's, it's not with everyone, but I wonder if he won some people over today. Like, kind of felt like he became a Bronco mm. uh, in that effort. Now, it would have been mm. very poetic for them to finish it off, but I don't know, I saw a lot of positive sentiment around Russell Wilson, mm. 
in this moment. I also had someone in my mention say, um, it's football, tough it up. Uh, ah, so, yeah. you know, it. not everyone, but yeah. it, it, it did feel like, you know, maybe he won some people over. You could really feel mm -hmm. how badly he wanted this. He wanted it just as bad as, you know, the, uh, you know, all the people in that stadium. So hope he's okay. Hope that they can, you know, he can get out there safely uh, and try to build on what they kind of started today. Yeah, what, when absolutely. he was walking on the field was, or walking off the field was easily the loudest he's been cheered for as a Bronco. Like, I don't think anything comes close to that. Yeah, yeah. Probably the when he got announced in the first game. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably. maybe. Maybe and, out of the tunnel. And Henry, I mean, you talk about the, the roller coaster of emotions that this game was, especially with the crowd. I mean, you had the mm -hmm. crowd booing. Then you had the crowd cheering as loud as they ever have this season. Then you had them booing again just after like one three and out after yep. they had scored back-to-back -back touchdowns. And let's get into that game. But first, I hope you're getting into a couple Breck brews with this game. Now is probably a great time to get your, yourself some Broncos country ale over at Breckenridge Brewery. You're proud, to, as at least today, to be supporting the Broncos and have that <laughs> logo out because I think people are coming away from this game happy with the Broncos and, and proud of what they did and kind of wish that they were on Sunday night football tonight because of how good they actually were today and how much of a fight they put up. And you can get yourself a Broncos Country Pale Ale by checking them out over at breckbrew.com. You can find their beer locator there and find out exactly where you can get Broncos Country Ale and any other beers that they have. So check them out, breckbrew.com. And... And uh, Denver Health Medical. You know, hopefully Russ signed up for, for a plan through them. I'm not sure what the Broncos insurance situation is like. Um, but anybody could use some help from our guys over at Denver Health Medical. Um, they've got all sorts of insurance plans, mostly for people who don't get insured through their workplace. Um, but, but if you're looking for insurance, that's a place to go if you live near Denver. Uh, Ten different clinics around town. They have their main hospital here as well. Uh, low monthly premiums. Uh, the, the currently the, the least expensive plans on the marketplace. There's mental health benefits that come with the regular copay. There's adult dental, adult vision, all that sort of stuff. Right now, enrollment is running through January 15th. If you enroll by December 15th, which is four days away, you can have your coverage begin on January 1st. Call Denver Health Medical today at 303-602-4912 or visit denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Also, check out us. Yes. yes. Uh, kind of crazy today. Like, the vibes in Broncos country were so low. And then I showed up at the tailgate, and all of that went away. Incredible. Like, <laughs> the crowd that was out there at the tailgate today was so awesome. And, like, a lot of people who, you know, circled this game on their calendars before yeah. the season decided, hey, I'm still making the trip out there. Uh, I'm going to go make the best of it, have a good time. Mm -hmm. We had multiple people from different areas of Australia yeah. that made the trip out. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had both had Brisbane yep. and Melbourne uh, represented. Yep. So shout yeah. out to the East Brisbane Coast, Broncos. East Coast of uh, the United States. We had Chicago. We had all of California. Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. um, all over, all over. And everyone mm. came and like brought a, I don't know, made it a really good time. Yeah. It was a vibrant crowd. Everyone had a blast. And uh I was uh, I was really happy about that because if everyone deserved it. Yeah, shout out to everyone that that came out and said hi. It, fe it feels like it's it's uh, you know the diehards that are out there, and it's really cool to me. I mean, so many people saying that they're back from the BSN days, which is awesome. Yep. It is really cool. All right, shall we? We shall. Mm -hmm. What else? What else sticks out to you about this game? Well, the Jays. 
the Jays, Josie yep. Jewel, Jerry Judy might as well hand out our draft kings, king of the game right now. Came down to those two. It did. It came down to, to, to the Jays. They yep. both had fantastic mm -hmm. games, but this one goes to the guy that put up three touchdowns on the game. Jerry Judy finishes with eight catches, 73 yards, three touchdowns. And man, Jerry found his groove today, was having fun. And I think it all sparked from him being really pissed off. Did you see his temper tantrum that he had on the field? He could have been ejected from it. Yeah, I was just going to say, first of all, stop me if you've heard this before. The Chargers went for it on fourth and goal, didn't get it. Oh. Um, anyways, I he's very lucky he wasn't ejected from the game. Now, I personally don't think he was targeting the ref in that moment. Um, and I think the ref gave him the benefit of the doubt in he that did. situation is all. But... He could you, have easily been kicked out, though. You too. run into a ref, it's l in the rule book. Yep. Instant ejection. Or mm -hmm. I should say, if you put your hands on a ref, instant ejection. The ref very easily could have said, I'm not taking that. Yep. You're out of here. And the Jerry Judy breakout game, dare I call it, yep. would have been for naught. Yeah. Because in that moment, he had nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. And now look at his stats on the season. He came into this game mm -hmm. with three touchdowns on the season, then had doubled it today. Three touchdowns today. Now has six touchdowns. We're talking about like a respectable, respectable number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, four games left. If he's able to put up two more touchdowns, you're talking about eight touchdowns. And you're crediting it to this game, of course. Yeah. Uh, really cool for him to have that because it just – Everything felt like it was unraveling. Yep. And uh, again, super lucky he didn't get ejected from the game. But uh, I, lo I love that, you know, he kind of got emotional. Nathaniel Hackett, credit to him, pulled him aside on the sideline, reeled him in a little bit, and probably said, hey, we're about to go mount to come back and we're not going to be able to do it without you. So stay with me here. And he did. And it was and that drive when he got his first touchdown, right? Yep. And it's like, that's a. A maturity thing we're always looking for little signs we're looking for anything in the end of this season and i think jerry judy might have grown up a little bit from literally the second quarter to the end of the game to just be like hey i know everything's going wrong i know i know you're not getting the ball i know you feel like you're open hang in there we're gonna get you the rock and he did and it paid off for him. Well, and after the game, he said, I, I know I can't lose my emotions like that, but he said he was freaking out because he thought he was held on it. And Hackett probably mm -hmm. said, look, go show him that you, that you can't be held and go, go get the touchdown. And I thought his most impressive touchdown was the last one he had coming from Brett Rippon. You have a guy coming off the bench at quarterback position and in a goal-to-go situation, and you need all the help you can get. You need your other players to really step up and Jerry Judy did it on that one and ran a really good route and was open, and that was huge for Brett. Yeah, I mean, they needed a big game from him, and he gave it to him. Yeah, you said, uh, Henry, you said last week they need 150 yards yep. from Jerry Judy. They didn't get 150, but maybe the touchdowns was even more impressive. And maybe if they did, they would have won. <laughs> yep, you know, one more true. long touchdown. <laughs> yep. Um, it's, I don't know. It, I feel like he could have had so much more. Um, once he kind of gets going, I yeah. start singling him out when I'm watching the game because I'm like oh he's kind of in his bag now and I can't tell you how many times the first read is on the opposite side of the field as him and he's just he's smoked the corner off the line and he's open and Russ or Brett in this case is just looking the other way and he's on the backside like so open I don't know what they need to do yeah. especially when he's the guy right when court's not mm -hmm. out there he needs to be the first read it's, mm -hmm. it's a quarterback's best friend, a guy that can get open that fast. That's what and happened. He literally on, yeah. makes one move and he's gone. And you should just be hitting these slants. Anytime they give you that single coverage look on the outside, 
it should be Jerry Judy as your first read. Yep, that's what happened on the second touchdown. He was standing there on the side of the end zone, just screaming, waving yeah. his arms, and eventually Russ found him and threw him the ball. Yeah. That could have been there a long, a long time. Oh, before. it was there it was immediately. There the it was oh, actually yeah. a terrible play by the corner. Yep, who tried to jump the slant when Russ was looking left. Yep, uh, and Jerry just slips behind him. Wide open in the end zone. Mm -hmm. Thank God Russ found him because that would have probably been another temper tantrum for Jerry. And, I mean, yep. we talked about just last week how what what's one of the things Broncos desperately need in the offseason? It's a playmaker on the offensive side. Today, Jerry Judy showed that he has that now. We want to see more consistency. So going into the offseason, we can feel better about that. But today was a really good start. And kind of speaking of playmakers, that's the one thing the Broncos' defense has lacked. The, the two things you can knock them on, no playmakers on defense. And then the second thing is not being able to finish at the end of the game. We already talked about the end of the game. But Josie Jewell, the Broncos' playmaker on defense? As I tweeted out, Josie Tool. Ah. Because he got two. <laughs> oh, two. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Both of them were like mitts. Yes, they Not were. Not just like mm -hmm. hits you in the stomach and you squeeze it. I mean, we're talking about a great catch from a receiver. Yes. If he makes that. Yeah, honestly, Broncos could have used some more catches like that That's this true. season. Um, really impressive from Josie. And it's that role that you love to have a guy who can make those plays. But you need someone like that against Patrick Mahomes to essentially like you're, you have to kind of float around in no man's land and just try and read the quarterback and react. Mm -hmm. In years past in games like this, it's kind of been a weakness for Josie, right? It's like he's just a tad bit too slow to make those reactions. It felt like he was a step ahead uh, today, and it was really nice to see. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he made that insane play at the beginning of the game with the little flip oh pass. Oh, my gosh. And yep. it felt like after that he got like a – he felt like he was invincible and yep. just started making some really – unnecessary mistakes uh, and the Broncos did an incredible job of taking advantage of it yeah they absolutely did and I think without that first Josie Jewell interception we may be talking about a 45 to 7 blowout or something because the Chiefs yeah. had the massive lead already they were going down mm -hmm. uh, had the ball and there was nothing to say that the Broncos are going to stop them no. until Josie made that incredible play that's when the Broncos drive down get their first points on the board then they stop the Chiefs uh, with or then they get an interception from Pat the very next series yep. Yep. so it was really the playmakers on Pat. defense oh my gosh yeah. one-handed left-handed diving Pat didn't sell it enough right away like that when they said incomplete he was like no, I got my hand under it, and I didn't believe it because I was like, he's not even selling this that hard. Yeah. That's just who Pat is. He's just so cool and yeah. calm. He, like, he, does, he can't even celebrate yeah. uh, and really act like he did it. But, I mean, what a great play by him, too. But He's it was, so heady, though, that I almost wonder if he's just like, it's inside two minutes, they'll review it, I'll get this. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it was those two plays on defense. While the defense did just get destroyed in the first quarter and a half, then it was those two plays that gave the Broncos hope. And like you said, it was the offense, something they're not able to do often, but capitalize on those and actually get not just points, but touchdowns. Yeah, touchdowns are rare. Yeah, I mean, that, that interception from Josie did change everything. And yeah. they were driving down the field. It was going to be 34-0. Yep. They were dead. <laughs> they, they, looked, they, they, they were dead before that, too. It just looked like things were going to get even worse. But to wind up with two massive plays... <sighs> It wasn't quite too little too late. I think obviously still technically possible, but it, they gave themselves a chance at least. They made it kind of a game. A game. Josie Jewell, <laughs> the Patrick Mahomes killer. How about that? <laughs> wow. There you go. Um, I thought one of the biggest differences in this game today, and it's always a combination of both, but 
Russ was able to buy time several times. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing I've been talking about all season, where it's just like, where is that wide receiver that knows Russ is buying time, sees him bailing out right, and comes flying across the field to get themselves open the same way that those Chiefs receivers do it? The Chiefs receivers are the best in the league at when Mahomes is making his magic back, back there. They see what's going on with the defense. They see which way he's going, and they find green grass. And the Broncos have like are allergic to open spots mm -hmm. on the field because every time Russ buys time, it's just like he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. Okay, I'm just going to throw it to this guy on the sideline or I'm going to take off for three or four mm -hmm. yards or I'm just going to throw a YOLO ball to the guy streaking down the field. This is something that has to be a massive focus for the Broncos going forward because I thought actually aside – this is, is going to sound like uh, aside from the play how – or aside from, yeah. from that, how was the play, <laughs> Mrs. Lincoln? Yeah. But – Aside from the six sacks, exactly, they actually held up decently on a play-to-play -play basis to give them an opportunity to make plays and go and score points, as, as evidenced uh. by the fact that they scored the most points they've scored all season. Um, so Russ was able to actually buy times quite a few different uh, instances, and no one there. Well, and, and it's kind of like the Broncos this entire season. When one thing goes right, something else doesn't go right. And on the it was specific, specifically in the first quarter and a half, Russ was missing his first and second read or just not yeah. seeing them. On the very first play, when Russ almost threw, I mean, when the interception went off the, the Chiefs' face mask and he threw it to Dulcich yeah. deep, the very first, like, That's right one when, of those plays, though. No, 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 right, yeah, no, no, no. It was right when he came out of his break, ready to throw the ball, Jerry, Judy, and Greg Dulcich were mm. wide open. And then he just, he waited. So it was uh, that, what he wasn't seeing the guys when they were open at first, and the guys weren't yeah. able to get open once Russ was moving around. But I would say this, Ryan. That's what I mean when I say it's, it's mm -hmm. always a combination of Russ not seeing it or those guys yeah. not getting right. there. But the first, th this game and last game, Russ has done a much better job of moving. And not just running to run, but actually moving mm. and, and looking more of like his Seattle Seahawks ways. So that's something that I'm encouraged about because if he didn't have that and we didn't see any signs mm. of it, it was going to be really tough going into this yeah. offseason. So at least we're seeing some, some hope of that. Led the Broncos in rushing yards by 25 yeah, yards Not today. even close, yeah. 57 for him and Latavius Murray had 32 on four yards per carry. Good job, Latavius. Yeah. It's nice that he's moving. Because we get to see him move. And maybe it's good they had kind of that fire lit under his ass. It's also because he's running for his life. And, you know, you, you take the runs. The 15-yard sack, though, you just cannot be taking 15-yard yeah, yeah, sacks. Yeah. Like, and, that can't happen. And the sacks. And, Henry, I'll pose a question. Ryan, do you want to pose a question that you posed to me? Or, no, I guess it was a statement that you had to me right before Henry arrived for the pod. Which was what? You said uh, you were impressed with the offensive line. And well, I, I kind of just said it. Yeah. Oh, boy, I wasn't. I was not. <laughs> they were terrible. Given the circumstances, though, yeah, if you're comparing them to an NFL offensive line, they weren't very good. No. But given the circumstances, which is a group of five guys who have never played together, the yeah. fact that they were able to hold up enough for them to pass for, what you know, 250 yards, three touchdowns, I just felt like those guys kind of gave it their all. Like, Luke Wattenberg is going to get smoked by Chris Jones more times than not. Um, so you have to like tip your cap and he did, but and then he got benched and then he got benched when I looked and out then there, the other guy got benched and then, and then they yep. brought the other guy back in. Yep. I mean, they had three different guys <laughs> playing left guard, which was wild. They could have done the carousel <laughs> graphic with, with guards next week. Get ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, so to me, it was just like, well, I thought those guys fought their asses off. They were completely outmatched. They're not supposed to be starting on an NFL field. 
and I thought they competed. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess what I was expecting was Russ is going to hit his back foot and get sacked damn near every play. And it really was only like some of the plays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six, six plays. And now to, 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 to be fair, a lot of those sacks today were on Russ. Um, mm -hmm. Now, also, a it's a combination. But it, the, the mm -hmm. clock in his head, I think he's still getting used to this offense he's and jumpy. thinking a little too much, and that's why he's missing some wide-open receivers. Uh, yeah, he, he's jumpy. And that's why when he started, like, running, you start to see his game just open up and get a little more settled in. Yep. He needs to just know when to throw the ball away. Yeah. Like, when you escape one and there's just another wave coming, you just have to be like, all right, like, that was the dub. I got out of that first sack. Now I just got to throw it away. But mm. I feel like he's like, all right, I escaped one. Now I have a chance to make a hero's play. Right. And it just hasn't been there. And then you end up with a 15-yard sack, which just yep. this offense can't overcome. He no just needs no to offense know. can. Yeah, it's well, true. The Chiefs' uh, offense can. Did they do that? They actually didn't have any, like, crazy first and 30. No. The Broncos did, actually yeah. did overcome that second and 35. Yep. Um, or they got, yeah, I think they overcame yep. it. And it was like, wow, this is incredibly impressive. Because of the juggling Greg Dulcich. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, and Rush just needs to know when to do the Patrick Mahomes stiff arm no-look pass oh that goes 66 yards for a touchdown. It'd be nice. I do think, so Russ was hit 11 times a day. It's tough to look it up. I'm pretty sure that's the most this season. Second most because Second he was most? hit 18 times, which is like the Jeez. most of any quarterback yeah. all season. What was that? couple weeks ago a Two month weeks ago? ago yeah yeah. Huh. yeah i mean it's you're down four starters it's not gonna look good they didn't run the ball at all i mean they didn't really the pressure try. was there exactly yeah. they, they didn't have a chance to try i guess i mean it could have been worse it definitely could have been worse could have been that's kind of it what, what been my worse. takeaway was with uh at halftime, even with the, the way those last four minutes of the half went, the Chiefs were on pace for 600 yards, and I believe Patrick Mahomes was on pace for 500 yards. They were just killing them. Yep. And credit to the Broncos. They did not give up on themselves. They did not give up on Nathaniel Hackett and both offense and defense fought because it, it could have been – they could have put up a 50-burger on, on this team. Easily. They should have. So the question is, did the, did the defense let down the offense? No. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think they did because it's you not do. like they held Kansas City to, to you know, they, they did their job. No, they held Kansas City on the offensive side to about what they're averaging. Yeah. And Chiefs are averaging 29. We needed the Broncos defense to be special in this game. Now, you could argue that the uh, three interceptions exactly. is huge. It certainly is. But when you when you look at it, the offense, if, if I would have told you coming into this game, the Broncos offense is going to score 27 points and they lose probably putting that on the deep or if i say if the broncos are going to put up 27 mm -hmm. points you probably say they're winning, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, uh, flip side is would you rather have 34 points allowed and the broncos get to start with the ball at midfield three times or just you know 20 points allowed and they're stuck at the 20 every with time this team I, you gotta I take midfield. No, you can't give 34 points. Oh, this you offense. have to. They can't Their make it down the field. Guess guess what? It has lose to be midfield. Situations. <laughs> They're playing the Chiefs. They always lose. Yeah, I, I mean, straight. if I was a if I was on the defense and I and someone on the offense was pointing the finger at us, I would be like, you guys would have never scored if it wasn't for us. <laughs> so yeah. like, give me a break. But so that's why you can't like it doesn't exist in a vacuum. That being said. They put them in, like the defense is what got them in the hole that they had to dig them out of in the first True. place. Mm -hmm. They really stood no chance uh, mm -hmm. in the first, what was it, four drives, I believe. Yeah. Chiefs scored on all four of their first four drives. Like yep. 
the fact that it even ended up being close after that is kind of a miracle. Yep. It because is. you, when you envisioned the Broncos being in this game, you kind of, if you were envisioning I that, you were kind yeah. of trying to envision the Ravens game last week, right? Like you just muck it up and it ends up being like, you know, 6-6 six, six and going into the fourth quarter somehow and you get a lucky touchdown or a turnover. Like when they scored on the first four drives, everyone, everyone, everyone thought the game was over. So yeah. mm -hmm. it, I think the defense did a little bit. The problem is they also saved the offense. So it's like like all, like all every Broncos game, it pretty much all comes down to what did the defense do. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, at halftime, Patrick Mahomes had 250 passing yards, along with two touchdowns, but with those two, in, two interceptions as well. Um, Patrick Mahomes, the first quarterback this year to have a 300-yard passing game on the Broncos. It's not like the most damning thing in the world to say yep. because it is Patrick Mahomes, but he ends with 350 passing yards when it wasn't like he was racking them up in garbage time. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's a they lot of blame to go around. did a great job on Kelsey. He got loose in that early part of times, the game, yep. but he went under on his props. By a couple of yards, three yards? Yep, and I assume his catches were probably like seven and a half or something. He only had four. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that. Uh, he killed him early, though. Yep, he did. And, and did. that first play, the, the first, was it the first pass he, that Mahomes had? was just to a wide-open Travis Kelsey. But you're right. The rest of the game, they really locked in on him. And, like, a, a, several of those big third and short stops they got were all just plays designed right to Travis Kelsey where they took it away, and then he had to freeze, mm -hmm. and, you know, they were able to get to him or force him to throw an errant pass. So I thought they actually – I mean, in terms of Broncos games against Travis Kelsey – this is one of the best. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the, the defense just gave up too many big plays, and that's where it came down to. In the past game, they gave up a 56-yarder, 20-yarder, 37-yarder, 25, 17, 20. That, that's a ton of big plays to give up. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like it was the perfect microcosm of the Broncos' defense this season when there's still a chance at the end of the game, right? You could still mm -hmm. get the ball back, and, yes, it'd be going to Brett Rippon. But you could still get it back for one more chance. And then Isaiah Pacheco, yeah, small guy on the field, seventh-round draft pick, runs over like four guys. He's really good. To get the first down and just end all of your hopes. Like, It is such a weird characteristic of this defense that the bigger the moment, the smaller they get. Yep, it's very true. Like to, to have the ball for the last four minutes and 21 seconds is tough. Yep. Yeah, that, I that, mean, that is tough. They, did, they got the pick with five minutes left. For you sure. Know, they, they forced the punt with... Eight minutes left. I mean, they did make a. They gave a couple of opportunities. They did. Mm -hmm. And, and I th that's why I think points. if Russ was in there, I think it's a different story. Mm -hmm. But Brett Rippon wasn't going to be able to do that. Maybe, maybe. And uh, if you wanted fun, you would have bet on the Broncos to cover over at DraftKings, and you would have bet on the over, <laughs> and you would have had both of those things because this was a fun game, and it would be even more fun if you had bet on both of those things over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And you can get $150 in free bets for new users by using the promo code DNVR over at DraftKings when you sign up and place a $5 money line bet on any NFL team to win. And if they do, you get $150 free. And for people that did that this weekend right now you can live bet on sunday night football over at DraftKings. you can bet on the cardinals patriots tomorrow and you can get in on cardinals broncos next week with the cardinals coming off of short week so make sure to check it all out do you guys have a pretty good weekend oh yeah 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 oh, yep. yeah there we go i, I love I, it i got super lucky on a uh ufc parlay last night wow i bet on patty the batty to also have the most strikes in the fight and uh, to have over 50 strikes in the fight. Wow. And I thought he lost all three rounds. 
Judges said he won. Wow, so. there you go. <laughs> and I won the bet. There you go. I love it. And so you can win at DraftKings. Use that promo code DNVR when you sign up and see our show notes for details. And head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. You can see all the things you need to see about the American Raptors. You can get tickets to games. You can uh, watch their matches as they're going on there. Uh, it's a great website. It's a great team. They're taking athletes from other sports, teaching them how to play rugby with the idea of getting them on the U.S. national team, which trains at the same facilities out in Glendale. Uh, really cool stuff going on there. You can also follow along with Colton Strickler at DMVR Rugby for uh, all the rugby information. Hell yeah. There's a lot of rugby talk at the tailgate today mm, because really? our, guy, our guys from Australia. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shout out Brisbane Broncos. That's our squad. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right. Shall we? Yes, let's do it. Let's Speaking get... of our squad, let's talk to them. Oh, yes. boy. Uh, Super Chats. All right. We got a few here. Let's get started with Preston. Easy for fans to judge because of drops, but Jerry's one of the best route runners in the league. Uh, the game plan targets just weren't there. He is a wide receiver one. You hope you hope he can can develop into that. Right now, I'm I'm not just going to base it off one game and say he's there, but definitely encouraging sign for we really haven't seen that for, from from anyone this season. Also, Kendall Hinton, man, was he the wide receiver one at the beginning of the game? I mean, when Russ needed a first down yep. on third and long, that's who he was looking for. And when he had to leave the game, they they ran into trouble. Yep, he hurt his hamstring out for the game. Mike Boone, uh, just a quick injury mm -hmm. update. Mike Boone suffered um, another high ankle sprain not a fracture which is good but he's probably going to miss some time it's the same ankle that he hurt that kept him on IR so his season could be over now so we're talking about a running back room with now Latavius Murray Marlon Mack and you have Divino Zigbo on practice squad yep. they just can't catch a break anywhere on injuries but specifically at running back such a bummer for yep. Mike Boone because in the limited action we've seen him, he still feels like the most like explosive back mm -hmm. that this team has. Yep. Um, although that was a nice play for Marlon Mack. Seems yeah, like he needs was. to maybe touch the ball yeah. a little bit more. Um, but, man, just one thing after another. Also, Kendall yep. Hinton, too. Like, yeah. This team doesn't have receivers either. There's no. none. And that's, I mean, Jerry's going to get his chances. I, I'm willing to say he's a wide receiver, too. I'm ready to say he is a wide receiver, too, in the NFL. There we go. Need more to get to wide receiver one, though. Yeah. What I would say... I don't know. If you look at the separation rates, he's one of the best in the NFL at getting open. He's the best against man. Mm -hmm. Which is insane based on the numbers we see. Yeah. He's and it's not even close against man. Mm -hmm. Right. Analytics are telling you this dude's open on every play. Yep. 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 If and you see man, you go to Jerry. So that makes me want to say he can be wide receiver he one. He can be. The problem is what, what he doesn't do that wide receiver ones do all the time is make big contested catches, mm -hmm. make spectacular catches, you know, make the crazy ones on the sidelines, make the ones that make the quarterback look good when they weren't great. That's the biggest difference between where he is now and where he could be. But his route running is beyond what you need to be a wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. It's just he hasn't he has no physicality to his game, obviously, because he's, a, you know, slight of frame, mm -hmm. but he's missing some things. I would just say he should be putting up wide receiver one numbers. He really should. Yep. And especially in these last four weeks. And, and mm -hmm. also with Jerry, you, you don't see him take a pass to the house. He's catching him in the end zone, except for week one. He did that week one, and that was such an encouraging thing to see. Want to see more of that. Um, but if he becomes mm -hmm. that wide receiver one, that's going to be huge, Preston. 
All right, next super chat coming in from Dan says, give Hackett one more year. Put mandate to overhaul offensive staff. Give Peyton a shot to fix the offense around Russ. Worst that happens is we get a high draft pick in 2024, more attractive for a new coach in 2024. Man, you know, I was feeling good about this game. Um, Not don't fire Hackett. No. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, right. Let's get it. Let's get in depth about that because Dan, I, I didn't think any fans were gonna get to that level yeah. today, but you proved me wrong. So I like to hear that. So in the comments, mm-hmm. let us know what you think. All right. Next one from Watch Me Squatch. Russ is my QB one. What a guy. What a player. I mean, two <laughs> things that if you would have told me, people were saying uh, after this game, before the game, I would have said. Damn, what do they, they do? Won. Like put up 28 <laughs> points or something yeah. crazy? I would have thought they won for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I did feel really good about the way Russ competed today and never questioned that about him before, but I just felt like, like in those moments, I really felt like he's going to pull this off and it's going to change a lot of people's minds mm-hmm. on him. It just sucks that we didn't get to see what would happen. Speaking of competing, do we need to give Russ credit? for trying to make a tackle on the pick six he threw because remember we killed teddy bridgewater last year for not trying hey at least russ tried he did just get absolutely you know thrown to the ground he looked like it was me but yeah that's what happens when quarterbacks try that but he tried he did just gotta go lower i don't really know if there's anything russ could have done he's not tackling (laughs) you have to do is trip them (laughs) no Zach, you're the, you, you said this was your strategy. Just get run over, it's but true. strip them it's all true. the way. You hold on to the feet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Man, that was brutal, though. Those Take that, that play away and Broncos win. I mean, now that, not, not really, but that wasn't, that wasn't that was a, difference in the game. It wasn't a real screen, but it was kind of those, those passes in the flat. That was kind of the difference in the game. Russ tried that many times, and it was tipped a couple of times, and the Broncos weren't able to. And when the, when the Chiefs ran a screen... I mean, does Mahomes sell it well? Does the line sell it well? Does the running back do a great job of staying back, kind of hidden, and then popping out at the last second? It's, th- it's those things that, that you say, man, it looks like that team has been, or been together for a long time, and you see mm-hmm. how much how beneficial that is. So to some people saying, let's just keep some things the same, there is benefit in, in having consistency. If the consistency is Andy Reid. Or Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, next one is from Casey. Uh, Jerry Judy was open the whole game. He really yeah. was. He really was. He, was. he should have had 15 catches in this game. Yeah, especially in the first quarter. Yep. Russ, Russ was missing Dulcich and Judy often. Yep. And that, that ball to Dulcich at the beginning, oh. where Russ just threw it up in the air into double coverage, yep. Jerry's wide open. Yep. That's, that's one of the many, many times Jerry was wide open, but the ball was not thrown his way. And yeah. it's almost the same route half the time it's that big over route which we saw them run 10,000 times in training camp yep. and hit it over and over again yep and for whatever reason I honestly don't know if he's caught that pass this year no no not even today it's crazy yeah yeah how about Judy also I mean he would have been close to getting the 150 yards if he would have mm-hmm. caught that pass on fourth down instead of just drew the de- the defensive pass mm-hmm. interference but did a good job drawing that as well. He flipped his hips like four times looking <laughs> yeah. for that ball. Yeah. Yep. Got the got the penalty though. Yep, he flopped. did. What? He flopped a little. Good. <laughs> there was not Yeah, definitely good, definitely good, but there wasn't an attempt to go get the ball. It was I'm going to feel the contact and yep. make sure we get the yardage. Watching the it World worked. Cup. It worked. Yep. <laughs> All right, last one in the super chats from Chris. Oh, and we have another one after this. Okay. 
Uh, I'm sorry, but the attitude Jerry brings to the team is detrimental. It's time to start uh, marketing him to teams and get what you can. Love the show, guys. Tell you what, if he's not out there, you have no one right now. So mm -hmm. I would give him a little more credit. If you are tearing down after this season and uh, you, you're able to build him up over these next couple of games and you don't think he's in your future, though, it'd be great for his value just to go up. Mm -hmm. The problem is, like, so I've essentially given up on KJ Hamler. Yep. Um, you know, I'm mm -hmm. Brandon Johnson, Jalen Virgil. Any of those guys haven't shown you enough to think like that guy's a part of the future. No. So you have Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those guys are a very sp specific type of wide receiver that don't do anything like what Jerry does. You, if you do want to move on from Jerry, you have to specifically target someone who does come in and get open in tight spaces. And the thing is, is if you're tearing down though, Jerry's, as we've seen throughout the years, probably not the best person to have on a team that's just losing and when, yeah. you're, when you're tearing down a little bit. So yeah. if you think you're building up after this year and you're kind of starting lower and then building up, well, maybe Jerry's not in your future, mm -hmm. though. I, I do think on the scale of, like, wide receiver drama, Jerry's not that bad. You know, I think there's a lot of guys in the league that... Well, throw Emmanuel Sanders out there, you know? There was drama with Emmanuel Sanders. There were problems. I'll put Jerry lower on the list than Emmanuel Sanders. Just, There's a cutoff. Just remember, Jerry could have been ejected for, for running into a ref today. That too. is true. But he, he was not. He very he much not. He, he was not. I would like whoever is designing the offense this year to go watch what the Rams do with Cooper Cup and do that with Jerry Judy. He should lead this team, even with Cortland and Tim healthy, he should lead the team in targets. Like, where mm -hmm. is that whip route that you see uh, Cooper Cup run to perfection? Yep. Every time. Yeah. Like Jerry can sell that slant so well, and you know he's so good on that, that you're going to get people to bite hard on that and then just have him flip around back out towards the pylon. Like, yeah. I've never seen them attempt that with him, and it makes no mm -hmm. sense to me. And he caught the slant this week. Yep. But, it, like, usually and those Russ are the balls. That one. Those oh, are the balls man. he doesn't yes, catch. He did. That you know, was a dart. That's yep. my biggest issue with Jerry is anything close. He's pretty iffy. Because he catches on. with his body. Because he catches with his body and gets scared whenever there's somebody around him. Not yeah. that one, though. But, yeah, Those I mean, that, hands. exactly. There's a step in the right direction. Yep. yep, that's a good point. All right, one more from Ryan Kelly here who says, met Henry's dad last night at the takeover. Mm. Outstanding gentleman. <laughs> wow. Uh, feeling not so tragic on this Sunday. Thanks for the content, fellas. Let's I could not go. agree wow. more. <laughs> wow. I love it. Uh, Dean in the room. <laughs> I heard uh, Dean might have made a, a what turned out to be a good bet over at DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Yeah, cover the spread. <laughs> Let's go. Who would have thought? Yes. Who would have thought? Yep. Moral victories, I guess. Close yep. on accounts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and at DraftKings Sportsbook. And at yep. DraftKings. There we go. All right. Is that all we have, Ali? All right. Uh, let's go watch the Chargers blow this somehow. Okay. As there looks like they're about to take a 10 nothing lead. Yep. Yep. Trust in Tua. Let's go. Trust in Mike McDaniel. Uh, give me Dolphins money line as soon as they oh, do Oh, baby. There we go. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Not just today, but throughout what has been a tough Broncos season. And everyone, especially who came to the tailgate, brought the vibes today. Means the most. And... I mean, we still got them all hanging out downstairs. Yes, so absolutely. Uh, go say hi to those guys. Appreciate it for you guys for tuning in. We will catch you tomorrow on the DMVR Broncos podcast.